listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with David Hollander. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. It's an organism, Ashna. Very much so. architecture. You know, a television show is a, is a massive undertaking. It, 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 is, it has so many components that have to work together and, and, and harmonize and be in synergies. And in order to be successful, I believe, uh, as a, as a, in order to yield a story that's both good and successful for the audience, but also makeable, the job of my job and with many others is to create a, a foundation that everyone can share. That's just not only in the scripts, but in the, in the, in the climate of, of the way we make things and the expectations. Um, the architecture of a story is, is it's everything in, 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 in television terms because we, we only, when you really break it down, a season, television is really measured in a number of scenes and a number of locations and time we have to make it, right? It's, it's, very specific, you know. We have, you know, 105 days to shoot 10 hours of television this year, right? That's what we got. So each script has to be tell this whole story, but also you have to be able to execute it within that frame. It's a massive endeavor of math, mathematically, and and so one element of the architecture of telling stories in, 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 in television as a showrunner and as a creator of TV, you have to build something that is achievable um, no different than an architect would lay out the plans for building a skyscraper. And I'm interested in, because what I'm thinking, and, and I'm now doing this painting, and I was thinking, I would love to honor also, if you would let me, I will do a separate one, um, the behind-the-scenes people. I'm just yeah. interested in this whole selection process, how you selected the writers and you create that family mm -hmm. new season, on the different, the visual aspects, how you make sure that all marries together, mm -hmm. yeah, behind the scenes, and then how you're choosing actors to work together and how, you know, they will, right. yes. Right. It's, when I was younger, when I first started running shows now, almost 20 years ago, um, I would answer this question differently and that I would I thought then that I had a lot to do with it oh <laughs> you know? well yeah, humidity you always say well but it's true and it's here's the thing yeah. the more I do this job the more I realize that the biggest part of the job is to be vigilant mm -hmm. around everything be vigilant and, and, and be open to collaboration at every level. Yes. And that means being the first in and the last out and the person who is open to listening the most to all things coming in. Uh, that is not about people listening to me. I have, I've learned this job over the years. My, I get the first word and I get the last word, mm -hmm. right? The first word is the scripts. The last word is the cut. Mm -hmm. I write the scripts before we start to film. I do the cut long after we're done shooting. Mm -hmm. Everything in between, I don't need to control. Mm 
because I've given the first word and I get the last word. Mm-hmm. Everything in between then is about asking other people to do the very best work because they're the ones doing the work then, right? I mean, yes, I'm writing and yes, I'm making decisions all day and yes, those things are taxing and tiring and time-consuming. Absolutely, I have the full... I understand what, what this job is. Any other human being doing this job I have... I could explain better than myself. It's 100 hours a week, minimally, of, of this job. Mm. You live it it, it, it. it takes over your life. It's what you do. Mm. That said, when you're surrounded by really talented people doing their very best work, all you have to do is give them... The script's are really hard to write, no doubt, and the script's mm-hmm. are fucking brutal to write. But you have to give them the story... And then in a way, you have to just listen and get out of their way and give the, let them give you enough material back mm-hmm. so that when I'm back in the editing room months from now, I have what I needed. Mm-hmm. They gave it to me. I didn't do any of that. They, they did it. The set designers built sets and the actors interpreted in the, uh, the, the gaffers and the grips and the crew made it so and it was lit so and all this the prop people and all the creation that goes on and it's an enormous amount of creation that goes on to take these words that I write down and make them vulnerable yes and so by architecture really what I'm trying to share in a way is here's what we're doing here's the shape of it Mm -hmm. Um, this is what the building's going to look like Mm -hmm. and you're some people are going to come in and want to put pink shag carpeting down mm-hmm. that I hate and I'll say no to the pink shag carpeting mm-hmm. and I'll say no I'd rather be you know this whatever more different tones or different colors mm-hmm. but no matter what I say they're still going to do it their way even within the confines of me saying no to the pink shag right they're going to find something that's their they can't be mean. They have to have an ownership of something. Hundred percent ownership. Yeah. They can only respond to me like I respond to them. Mm-hmm. So I've more and more come to see that my job is to sweat the scripts enormously, and then to fall in love with whatever has come back to me in the dailies. This was what I found so moving because I had the chance to go to your last rap party and I saw the amount of respect that you had for people, of, you know, and from all parts of the show. And uh, I just thought it was, it was so um, egalitarian and so, and I can see how this would really bring the best out of oh, yeah. And also, I mean, you, sh- you shared a script with me. I think you also share them with other I, people. Yes. I, I, anybody who wants to be involved in the creative process with me is, is welcome. Yeah, I think that's beautiful because I heard other people have the, they lock it down and yes. I think people lock it down because they're afraid of criticism. Right. Or they're afraid they're going to be told no okay. about something. I know a lot of people who withhold their scripts to the very last minute in order to not let other people um, change anything okay. or, or interpret it yeah, I mean, and some of that work is really wonderful. I don't want to operate out of that kind of fear. Right. Because you said that you like rehearsals. You don't want to surprise them completely with 
I want to get the best from the people. I, you know, I get one crack, like all of us. I don't. What I write for film and for television is not is never going to be done again. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I write a play right. that I write for perpetuity, mm-hmm. and it can be done by dozens of different actors in dozens of different cities and all around the world, whatever, and they will honor the text that I wrote mm-hmm. because it was built for that. This is built for one actor at a time. It's built for Liev. It's built for John. It's built for Eddie. It's built for Dash. It's built for Karis. It's built for Pooch. It's built for Sandy. I'm writing directly to them. Mm-hmm. And they, in turn, have to give me their best. Right. Even if I don't agree with what they want to do. And they don't agree with what I'm imposing upon them. Somewhere in the middle we have to meet. And it's interesting because I am thinking back about your experience, you know, moving between uh, different classes, different cultures, and um, how one might, and one becomes aware of tone, different mm-hmm. tones, different ways of communicating. So I think this is good um, for preparing you for dealing with different actors. How do you, may I ask, <laughs> how do you present the stories to these the different actors that you mentioned? It's like, it's you rip a band-aid. The truth is that every time I put a script out, it's, I'm not expecting it to be met with uh, joy and and gratitude. I'm expecting it to be met with challenges. Um, Great actors have to find themselves inside of everything. And initially, I think most actors don't see themselves inside of what you send them. On their first read, they read through and they go, fuck that. It's an imposition. Oh. Um, my experience. Other writers may have, you know, again, every, every writer has a different experience. I've rarely worked with actors who have been simply uh, conduits of my words. Yeah. But it's, you like that, as I I understand. love it. That I they react strongly. I prefer it. Mm-hmm. I prefer it. It's painful. It's not for the faint of heart because it means that I have to deal with their insecurities and deal with their uh, frustration with me mm-hmm. and deal with their desire to recreate and re- recast what I've written. Mm-hmm. And that process is really grueling. Mm-hmm. However, that process yields something greater than what I wrote. Because, like we talked about last time, when I say put it on the ground, writing literature is not writing actable drama. And somewhere between the idea that I had and the thing that we can do is a marriage of where an actor needs to pull it into their heart and their, their being and play the moments um, that are mysterious to both of us in the script. I'll put a script out and I I will see it's it's I have a vision. I see this is how I want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the way they want to do it or can do it. And so thus begins the negotiation, right? Mm-hmm. It's why I love to direct, because I'm right at the heart of the negotiation. Mm-hmm. I'm right, there's only me, the script that I wrote, the actor, and we're negotiating. We're negotiating um, 
their truth and my desire to form a narrative and my expectations versus their realities, my fantasies versus their abilities. In the sense, I'm not, I'm not saying their abilities are not up to the task. I think a lot of great writers are like, well, they just couldn't do what I wrote, and they get upset. The truth is, you all, I, one should always root for their actor to be great. Mm-hmm. One should always root for the performance of the person in front of the camera, not for the words they wrote. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.